Welcome to season four of a Love Worth Dying For podcast. This season is about tearing down idols in our marriages and families and replacing them with true worship to the God of our salvation. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms and share the podcast so we may reach those in need of this information. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Now let's dig in. How's it going? Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Hope you're having a great week. We are well and continue to move forward every day, as scripture says, in spirit and in truth. In episode 86, our previous episode, we discuss killing sin or it will be killing you, which is a quote from um, the great pastor and theologian John Owen. And it was another episode on being intentional on um, ridding yourself of the things that could easily um, supplant God's authority in your life and become idols. And like I said, this whole entire season has been about tearing down idols in our lives, um, getting rid of the things that can be put in a high place in our lives, and to worship God as the true um, uh, Lord um, in our marriages and our families. So we're definitely thankful for this episode, really just giving Janelle our time to really think about who God is and how lofty he is and how high he is and how mighty, great. mighty magnificent, great he is and looking at how you know he blesses us on a daily basis and have throughout our lives but not to take these blessings that he has given us and to elevate them to some sort of authority or some sort of thing which we should aspire to and to want, just continue to want, want, want and continue to um, surround our lives with that we're only thinking about those things or those people rather than God. Or, or about ourselves and how the aspiring to those things or achieving of those things shines the light just on us. Most definitely. So definitely we should be thankful for the things God blesses us with. Um, like I said, whether they are our, our home, our vehicles, um, entertainment, technology, even family, you know. Awards. Awards, most definitely. Recognition. We, we should always, you know, be grateful. Um, but none of those things could ever replace God. It's something we need to always remember and keep in the forefront of our minds. Mm-hmm. And this is something that has been the, the, I don't say the argument, but this has been the discussion that we've been having this entire season of our podcast, is that nothing can replace God, and nothing should replace God, and we should never make things um, our God. Our God. Mm-hmm. You know. um, we should never get caught up in, in these things and because for one they don't last <laughs> yeah, in, in fact scripture tells us to um, store treasures in heaven right. um, the, you know the things that won't rust or, or, or burn or be destroyed and this comes from um, the book of Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 through um, 21 and you know it's a, it's a good reminder that you know 
when you look around your home and you look around um, your storage about you know okay. for some people storage is, or, or you look at your assets yeah different with the assets <laughs> portfolios and you see all these things you know one day you know we're not going to be here um and it won't matter you know my tv won't matter um the things that i have and the things which i supposedly quote unquote love won't matter um the bible says what we do for god will matter what the things we do for the lord will matter um and also you know these things you see about you know actually right now there's a storm coming from the west and there are a lot of people who are losing their things you know from storms from natural disasters from other types of, of calamities which happens in their homes right. and they're losing property they're losing their things right. um, unfortunately even losing loved ones um, but those things um, really don't matter in the end but only things you do for God will will matter um, it says in um, well I'm going to read a, a verse that uh, really kind of has us to, shows what we should think about, um, you know, this idolatry. And it comes from Deuteronomy, um, chapter 27, verse 15. It says, Cursed is the man who makes an idol or a molten image, an abomination to the Lord, the works of the hands of the craftsmen, and sets it up in secret. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. You know, nothing that is made by man's hands, nothing that we um, propel in our life as a quote-unquote idol, because idols can be more than just a physical thing, but it also can be um, something which we make high in our life. It can be ideas, it can be, um, uh, it can be, you know, people. So... You know, we should never put these things as 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 um, as high in our life, sure. have authority, and have um, a, a so great a purpose in our life that they replace the God who is Lord of all. So we want to be very mindful of that. Like I said, you want to be grateful for these things, but you don't want to allow these things to become become gods. Lowercase g in our lives. Um, one aspect is we want to be good stewards mm. of these things. We don't want to allow these things to become, um, like I said, idols in our lives. Mm. Um, you know, we should, like I said, um, because of us being stewards, we're not Scrooges. That's the other word I think. You know, <laughs> you want to be a steward, not a Scrooge. Oh, okay. Um, as you know, in the in the in the show, you know the. Um, the movie how, is it a Christmas Carol the Christmas Carol how Scrooge <laughs> he he just wanted to keep everything that's his he didn't want to share he didn't want to help nobody else it was just about him and him was very selfish and that's one thing which idolatry is makes us it makes us very selfish mm -hmm. self-centered like we we think just about us and how everything we're the is center of affecting us right. and, and we don't think about well what about other people and concern for them and how they're doing and what we can do to be of help, be of service. Right. Um, so we can end up be on, present. <laughs> so we can end up manipulating things, yeah. you know, these blessings of ours, to make it seem like we're 
we're more than what we should be and, and that goes into the idolatry we, we we put these things so highly that we forget you know that they are um blessings from god and we end up just treating people um, wrong you can your 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 actions will start manifesting to you know what you really love right. and you know there's even a biblical example of this that we were talking about in, actually in our church and Janelle kind of brought it to my attention um, while discussing this episode and it was about um, Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5 and that you know there were those in the beginning of the early church who were giving to the church mm-hmm. um, and even the Bible tells of those you know says you know that they were selling selling their their Property, like property and their their things, so that they can give those things to the church, so that the church can can grow and build mm-hmm. from its beginning. Um, but Ananias and Sapphira conspired to sell. They sold their property, but they only was going to give up a little portion and keep the rest. Right. And but no one was forced to sell. Right. No one was this told was a they, voluntary type thing. Most mm-hmm. definitely, they no one was told them that they had to. And unfortunately, because of what they did, you know, conspiring to give, and even it's funny because we would look at them as not even being Christian, but from the text, it was saying, no, these are actually Christians who did this. And we have to understand that, you know, we as Christians still can sin. Unfortunately for them, they had to pay a greater price than what we usually pay. And they paid with their lives. And, um, you know, Ananias died. And then right after, Sapphira was given the chance to kind of, you know, tell the truth of right. what happened. And, you know, she and her husband just was on the same page. And unfortunately, they got the same fate. Right. And both of them died. Right. And There's so, so much to, to gain from there, I guess. Until, yeah, it's a lot to yeah. gain. Because it's like, there's a lot of... It's, it's kind of weird because of the situation. Like, there is some kind of good to gain from it. The good is they were on the same page. Unfortunately, they were on the same page to for do the, something for the wrong, wrong reasons. Wrong reasons, right. Because we want our marriages to be that, you know, as husbands and wives are are doing the same thing. We have the same goals uh, when it comes to our family. Well, not necessarily everything has to be everything same, to be but exa- yeah, we should we're, be we're on the goal same page. Focus, yeah, yeah, goal focus on certain things for our family. Um, we want to be on the same page for, for our belief in God most and how we live out our lives towards the Lord. We definitely should be on the page, same page there for our love and mm-hmm. fidelity towards each other and care and concern for one another. We should definitely be on the same page for those as well. Most definitely. And, and that's something which we want to take and implement in our lives and make sure those things are foremost but when it comes to you know harboring things and just saying this is just Alec Janelle saying selfishness and self-centeredness right or self yeah the self-focusedness which is what I guess for me I had always heard about Ananias and Sapphira and I guess I had never focused in on the fact that no one was asking them to sell their property Right. This was something they chose to do, and the reason they chose to do this 
was they were looking for all the glory that really belonged to God. Mm. Um, and in doing so, they they were going to sell the property um, so that they could look good, so they could be boasted up. So people could say, oh yeah, good job. Yeah, you know, did. look what they did for the church. Look what they did for the needy or whatever. And it really kind of makes me think of people who may be unbelievers. And I say that because unbelievers can be giving just just as well as believers but the, the, the thing that. is what is the heart behind giving are you really giving because you want to be generous to the needy and some unbelievers may think that's what they're doing and it could be um but sometimes we're really giving because we want a tax break or we're giving because we don't want to give to somebody else who's you know we could give to, so well, we're like, I'm gonna give it away to someone else. Or sometimes they'll give, and I think you told this to me that they'll give because they'll say, Well, my good outweighs my bad. Yeah, my so good outweighs good my things, bad. These good things that I'm doing is kind of helping, I guess, the, the scales of justice. It's right. kind of tipping the, the scales of the things I do in my life. I'm doing more good than bad. So, whatever happens at the end of my life, hopefully, these good things will outweigh my bad, and right. whatever comes after life will be something pleasant rather than something not so, pleasant. Right. So being your own judge and jury mm, and all right. that. So that's something we definitely want to be mindful of. And there are different um, uh, analogies and different examples of the things we should and should not do, even in scripture, mm. when it comes to how you're looking at the things you have. Right. And having them in a proper perspective, and to be, like I said, good stewards of them, right. rather right. than being Scrooges and 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 holding on to these things and just putting these things up. So you know, you just focus on these things in your life mm -hmm. and not focusing on God, who is the giver of life in the first place. Right. So like, if you have a beautiful house with a lot of rooms and a nice yard. As a believer, you should be open and willing to house the saints that are traveling through. And I, I remember one time even our pastor got on the congregation because there was someone that needed um, somewhere to stay that had come into our city for, I can't remember exactly, maybe a conference or something. And um, I don't think anyone had opened up their home to them, but I think that there's something to be said about obviously people want to be cautious and all those kind of things right. um which you don't want to let just anybody into your home but if we truly believe that the saints are our brothers and sisters in christ and that we're helping and working towards the furtherance of um the kingdom in helping someone um with having a place to say and even just developing relationships with that time um we really have to change the way we think about our possessions and um, and and our space. You know, a lot of us are very private and mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know. Yes. Protect. I, I don't know. We're just maybe we're just not used to it. Because I mean, you think about if you weren't raised in that way to just have visitors come to your home just because they're a part of the church or whatever. That would be very unusual. So I, I get that. Um, but I think at the same time, in the renewing of our minds, we have to think of our bro brothers and sisters 
in a different way. Like we have to be willing to be transparent and um, develop deeper relationships so that people can get um, to know us and help us to grow um, spiritually as well. Right, and to, and to not see the things of, that we have as just ours, but mm-hmm. that we can, you know, give and, and be just take care of them. Because like I said, stewardship is something which we is 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 um I guess the only thing that you can relate for, to a non-believer is investing. Unbelievers believe in investing, but they look and they want to capitalize off their investments. Mm-hmm. But we look at stewardship as just taking care of the things God has blessed us with, and we can able to share those things. And in fact, there's a scripture in First Timothy chapter six, verses seventeen and eighteen, which is really a um, a good instruction that the apostle Paul gave his um, brother Timothy when writing the letter. That I think is very helpful for us. Did you know? Did you read that oh, for us? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I thought. It's, tell me again. First Timothy chapter six. Okay. Verse seventeen and eighteen. All right. First Timothy chapter six, verse seventeen and eighteen. As for the rich in the present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy they are to do good to be rich in good works to be generous and ready to share and that's something we you know the whole idea of being rich is 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 not an issue in 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 one aspect but it is issue in another aspect and the bible tells us and a lot of people get this verse wrong which i'm i hate when i hear people say this verse wrong but the verse is not money is the root of all evil the, the verse is that the love of money, money. is the root of Even all Even unbelievers know that verse, but they know, they know verse, it but in they the wrong just, way. They say it wrong. <laughs> they say the, that money is the root of all evil. Right. It's not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Because we root need of all money to get the things we need. And That's... even in the early church, there were people in the church who, like we were just talking about in Acts 5, that they gave. Yeah, and they had. Actually in Acts 4, at the end of Acts 4, talk about how there were those who gave to right. the church, and there was people who were of different social class right. in the body of Christ. There was rich people, there were poor people, and they helped the poor people, but there were the rich people who helped to finance the church. Mm-hmm. So they gave of their riches for, for the benefit for the benefit of, of the Lord. Right. So it's not about having things. It's about what is your attitude towards those things. Are you worshiping those things? Are you putting those things so high in your life that you know, you you forget about the people that you're supposed to take care of. You right. Forget about the um, responsibilities that you have. Or so high in your life that it impacts your marriage and family in a mm. negative way. Right. Um, I, and that verse right here that you know that you know it's we 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 should be good, rich in, in good works. You know, being generous and ready to serve and ready mm. to share. I mean, so look. With your spouse, yeah, share most and your serve. spouse, with your children, <laughs> children, right. and and with anybody in the body of Christ, we should be we should be ready for those things. So when we have that mind state, and we have we set our minds on things above, and really have a a, a Christ centered um, um, thinking, it allows us to be good stewards of those things that we have, rather than than just. And then, then idolizing those things, hoarding, or, hoarding, yeah. and that could be a big issue. Um, 
even me, you know, I'm looking at the things that I have and certain things that are taking up space. And we, we Janelle and I both are, we're looking at, we want to kind of pare down a lot of things we have, even though there's some things we love and want to keep or like we want to keep. But there's other things we know, okay, we can get rid of these things. And we've mm-hmm. been giving a lot of things to goodwill and, and um, just... You know, not even worry about the tax breaks about it. You know, they give you a little, <laughs> they give you a little slip. You know, right, you can give it for tax, yeah, but yeah. they give it to me. But I don't even worry about. It. I just, we just get, getting these things and just give it to somebody else. We're not going to want to throw it away. Yeah. Somebody else can utilize it. Right, if it's in good condition. Most definitely. So, but we should have that mentality of you know, I'm going to take care of these things. And if I, it comes to a point where I can sell this and you know, hopefully give it to somebody else and take those resources to help my family or to help somebody else, then I can do that. Mm -hmm. So we have to have that mentality when it comes to um, not um, idolizing these things and not propping these things up so high in our life that we're becoming um, selfish in in our our things. Also, there's a verse in 1 Thessalonians um, chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, that um, I have Janelle read, which really um, uh, helps us when it comes to um, this topic. Okay, so First Thessalonians verses nine and ten says, "For they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead." Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. And that's what we really implore those who may be putting things um, high in their lives and be putting these things in, in spots where God should be, places that God should be, um, and have made idols of somebody you love or things you love to turn from those idols and to put your faith and trust in God, um, and and the gospel is really um, the 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 great work of God to change us, um, so that we could have um, a life with Him that is everlasting, and you know that takes us away from our sin, and idolatry is a sin, mm-hmm. and selfishness is a sin, and self-centeredness is a sin. And all these things are, are, are sinful ways and actions and they end up becoming who we are. But if we would turn from our, our sinful ways and turn to Christ um, and look at what he did on the cross to die for us, die for our sins, mm-hmm. and that he would give us his righteousness, you know, that that would be what we should focus our lives on. And mm-hmm. that would be um, something that would be the of first importance in our lives mm-hmm. because like you say it, it will rescue us from the wrath to come because God's wrath is coming upon sin, sin and those who are in sin and you know he would wish that none of us perish that's why he sent his son to die for us mm-hmm. so that we would not perish um, like the things of our lives you know the, like you said earlier that all the things we have is going to turn to dust anyway it's going to burn mm-hmm. And none of these things we could take with us when we leave this world. But our faith and trust that we have in God will will last because that connects us with God. Because for because in, the, in reality, it's a gift from God mm-hmm. to us. And that's the one gift. <laughs> 
that's one thing we really should steward um, above all other things. Even though we should be good stewards of everything God has blessed us with, we definitely should steward this this precious faith that He's given us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something which we should share with our spouses, right. um, communicate with them about, and also share with the next generation, our children. Right. Or if you don't have children, those um, youth that you have some type of authority over mm-hmm. to share with them right. so that they can know that, hey, life isn't all about all this other stuff, all about Nintendo and games and television and mm-hmm. all these toys and things which are fun and, and, you, can and, and, enjoy. and you can enjoy. But... We don't want you to put those things so high in your life that you just want to do those things and then you ignore God because then they can become idols in your lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something which we want to be able to instruct and help. And like I said, this whole, not only this episode, but this whole season has been about reminding us. Mm-hmm. And I know it's been helping me because as a, as a collector, I'm a, I collect <laughs> different things. I know my wife, she looked, I know she probably, she laughed now. Because I collect comics, I've been that I've been a comic book collector ever since I was a kid. I used to draw comics when I was a kid, and even my kids are doing that now. But you know, I've seen that you know I can't let these things become um, an idol in my life. And looking at ways that how can I pare down these things so that I can um, focus more on my family and doing the things I can do um, for the local church and, and the ministry, and, and or even just using my my my. Um, hobby as a ministry you know how can you do that can you do that so it's something we should always be focused on when it comes to stewarding things how are you rightfully looking at those things and how are you rightfully um, sharing those things with others so that they can see um, God rather than seeing the the, the goods right Right. because I think when we think about good things God doesn't want us to not have good things but it's the per the point of view where we're looking at those things um is what is of concern to god god doesn't want us to put anything um above him so right. when we think about I, I like how you mentioned looking at how you can even use something that you really love and enjoy to then point back to christ right because you know even that scripture first uh, Corinthians ten thirty one says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, mm. do it on to the glory, glory of God. God. That's right. like a, like ever since I've seen that scripture, I've been really taking it in as anytime my mind is not where it needs to be, it, that scripture comes to memory because I'm like, hold up, what am I doing? Am I just focusing on me and everything that I may want or what I may think or do I need to be looking at how can I use this moment in time to glorify God? Even in the times that it's a difficult time for me, I know that who God is, he's a comfort, he's a refuge, he's my rock. And even in those times, I could still praise him. I could still um, glorify him. You know, a lot of times people say praise him through the storm. Hmm. Um, There's some beauty in that. Um, and, and that's through truly knowing him and truly wanting to worship him with all of your being and with all that you have. Most definitely. So we hope that, you know, you'll continue to look around at the things in your life and see, you know, what is taking preeminence in my life? Mm -hmm. What are things which I am putting above God? And you may need to 
downgrade your view of those things or you may need to eliminate certain things mm-hmm. or even some people from your life that that that's 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 toxic or mm-hmm. that's causing you to um, not place your faith and trust in God so that mm-hmm. he can get the glory he can get the glory alone so Amen. that's something we definitely want to encourage our, our listeners to do and for further reading continue to read first Thessalonians chapter 1 the entire chapter mm-hmm. I think that's a good chapter to read when it comes to how we should see um, um, ourselves in light of what God has given us and mm-hmm. what, how, how he is shaping us in the image of his son so thank you for checking out a love worth dying for we hope you were blessed by the content make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content and please share our podcast don't forget to check out our previous seasons for even more information on to help your marriages and families so for love worth dying for i'm joseph and janelle banks have a great day god bless